Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 50, or as I said last week, episode 50. My name is Mike Gambita. Alongside with me is my co-host, Mr. Matt Summers. Matt, I miss you. I miss your smell. Does it seem normal to be back in this virtual format again? But hey, we keep going. It does feel weird. Uh, you know, I, I love in-person podcasts, but unfortunately, we do live far away from each other. So at least we're still able to do the show. That's the really that's the most important part. I mean, really, if we look at it, we've only done an in-person podcast five times. Yeah, because I said Firth five times, and you know, we've just seemed to keep on moving along. And uh, you know, Matt, I know this couple pat these past couple weeks have been crazy, but. We're only two episodes away from the one-year episode. That, that, that blows my mind. I mean, we, we've, we've just done so many things, um, and it's, you know, it's really insane to think that we're coming up on a year. It's, it's just crazy. I, like, I say it all the time. It feels like we just started. It feels like we just started, and we probably have so much more to take on and, and, and much more exciting things coming down the pike. Uh, but I think, you know... I think we got something good going along. And thanks to everybody who's listened so far. Uh, it, it would not have been possible without you guys you know. And if you're willing to support a small apartment for Matt to turn into a studio for us to do the podcast again together multiple times, uh, you could go down to our Patreon. No, I'm just kidding. We don't even have a Patreon yet. Nope. So, <laughs> Yo, we, we've said some crazy things already, done a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, Mike, before we start, uh, we, do, we are in a bit of a predicament. Wait, why? So, past us has put present us and future us in a tight spot. Okay. <laughs> so, if you recall, a few weeks ago, we did a take it, Godzilla vs. Kong. Okay. And I did not realize this until I listened back, but we did say that when the movie came out, we would go see Godzilla vs. Kong. Is it out? Yeah, it comes out, uh, well, it'll be out Wednesday of this week. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Luckily enough... We can watch it on HBO. Okay, great. So we might have to do that. I'm sure you have a password to that that I will go. I believe share. I do. I believe <laughs> we. I believe I do. But again, you know, we just say stuff, and sometimes it comes back to bite us in the ass. And I guess this is one of those scenarios. Cheers, bud. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think. I mean, you're looking at uh, Disney Plus. I mean, they have their own like theater mode where you can watch it at the same time with everybody and react at the same time. So I think, I think we'll figure it out one way or another to uh, be able to take it on. Absolutely, absolutely. And speaking of movies, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, slide right into the entertainment topics we have for you guys today. Mike, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, in the news. There's been a new Guinness World Record that has been set. Another one out of a million? (laughs) There has been another one. This comes from a Florida man. He set the Guinness World Record for seeing a movie in theaters. Do you have any guess which movie that could be? Give me a timeline. Give me a time in which it was released. It came out 2019. 2019. Uh, I'm going to say... Ooh, is it Avengers? Somewhere around there? It is Avengers Endgame. Oh my god, I got that right. <laughs> he set the Guinness World Record for seeing Avengers Endgame 191 times in theater. Oh. That was in a span of 90 days, I believe. Uh, the man's name is Ramiro Alanis. He said he was inspired to set the world record after the previous world record was set by a man named Nemraps. Excuse me if I got that incorrect. Nemraps. Uh, he saw Avengers Infinity War 103 times in theaters. So he basically doubled the Guinness World Record by seeing Avengers Endgame 191 times in the movie theater. Now, Matt, I think if I am still correct, you have not seen Avengers Endgame. No, I saw it in theaters like okay. right when it came oh, out. Oh, so you saw it in theaters. I, I skipped okay. a lot. Yeah, I okay. skipped a lot of movies. I know so, that probably pisses a lot of people off, but my I brother mean, wanted to see it with someone, so I went with him. <laughs> <laughs> just like you went to go see star wars the rise of skywalker the second time after i was asked if you wanted me to come so oh, i had to <laughs> well if anybody who doesn't know um with endgame it's a very long movie like it is it is a very long movie and to me personally matt i actually that was the 
well, Infinity War was the first movie I watched, but then I watched Endgame for the second time. Because of Disney Plus subscription, they had all the Marvel movies besides the Hulk and, and Spider-Man from Tom Holland, but Pain. we don't need to talk about that. Spain, but yes, the silent. <laughs> and I, 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 I am not... I'm not upset that the guy picked that as the movie because that was such a long movie that he did not need to find a movie that was is shorter and he had to watch it more times. Absolutely. And it's a good movie, too. Um, he told Guinness he likes movies because they teach about deep messages about life, culture and society. He specifically likes superhero movies because they help people, uh, most specifically those in need. And he's very passionate about that stuff. So he obviously does feel a strong connection, which Marvel I feel like Marvel movies, people do feel a really strong connection when they watch them. And that's something that I want to get into a lot more Marvel movies. I know you've been watching a lot lately, so I don't know if you can speak more on that. Uh, well, I I just watched uh, Captain Marvel. And that was like, so I, I did try to watch them in the order of chronological, uh, chronologically. And to say that the story brings it all together it's insane how much is brought together with all the Marvel movies. Like, you see with Star Wars, there's nine movies. I think there's 22. I'm, I may be counting wrong, but there, there's more than 15 mo- movie, uh, Marvel movies. And how they all connect with each other is absolutely insane. But if you have not, if you really want to get a vibe as far as how much people care about Marvel movies... Go to YouTube after you are done watching this, if you're watching us on YouTube. Uh, go to YouTube and search uh, Avengers Infinity War and Endgame audience reaction. And it looks like a sporting event based on... And it's not. It's Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame in theaters. And people are freaking out like it's a sporting event. Now, people take it seriously like it is like a favorite sports team that they're watching. Like they have a favorite Marvel character and it is really neat to watch. And now even, you know, they're coming out with WandaVision and the Falcon and Winter Soldier series. Like the series is series are now being tied in with the movies. And it's just like a whole like cinematic experience. We'll see it with Star Wars uh, Kenobi series. They they oh. uh, released some details on that. Did you Daddy know it's only Kenobi. one season? Really? That's it's only one season, six episodes, but they're all an hour long. Oh, okay. So that's pretty cool. That's um, okay. That's compensated. <laughs> yes, very much so. Uh, I definitely do want to start watching more Marvel movies. Um, Alanis went on to say uh, it would be an honor to be there uh, with many other famous title holders, but most importantly, it would make all the sacrifices, love, and effort I gave to being paid off and bring a smile on my face. So the, the application apparently took some time for it to be filed. I guess they had to do some like background checks to make sure he actually did go to the movie theater. This is a pretty cool, I know we talked about old records before, I feel like this is a pretty cool one to say. Like, you got to see a movie in theaters. Actually, he probably had to see more of it, like, the movie more than twice per day. Yeah. Because 191 in 90 days is more than twice a day. That's dedication. That's math. It's good math. That is math. That's tough math. (laughs) That's tough math. Very tough math. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Speaking of math, moving on to the next topic. Um, Mike, there has been a rapper that has been in the news recently. Any, any, any guesses? Oh God, rapper. I mean, you know, not Kanye. He, he, he's been very much in the, in the news. Uh, oh, Lil Nas. Lil Nas X. Yes. Is he, is he really a rapper though? Well, let's get into that. So okay. Lil Nas X, uh, has just made headlines left and right the past two weeks. So he came out with a new song, a new music video for his song, um, Call Me By Your Name, I believe is the name of it. Let me get the, the correct. Yes, Call Me By Your Name. Uh, a vi- did you watch the music video? Um, I've seen bits and pieces of it, if it's the right one you're referring to. Uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. It's caught the eye of a lot of people. A lot of people are big, bad. You know, uh, it's definitely a, a change from what he's put out in the past. and. Along with the music video, he is also partnering with a brand called Mischief, and he is releasing 666 shoes that are Satan shoes, with a drop of human blood in them. So they're like Nike Air Maxes. It's not officially partnered with Nike, but if people that that know Nike Air Maxes or not, there's like little like air pocket right below, like on the sole, like on the back of the heel. 
and there's a drop of human blood in in the heel, which is what? unique to say the least. What what's the name of the shoe again? Uh, I think it's just called Satan shoes. So if it's called Satan shoes, does it does the shoe really have a soul? Now that is a really good question, and that, you know. <laughs> Aha, uh-huh. I did not see that one coming. That was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, this this company, Mischief, has made similar shoes in the... Well, not similar shoes. They've made shoes in the same area of the past. They've made Jesus shoes that had holy water in them. Now that I could see having a soul in it. Yes. Uh, if To no one's surprise, uh, Nike is not too happy that their logo has been used. Now, this is not affiliated with Nike which is why Nike has now filed a copyright lawsuit against Mischief and Lil Nas X. I believe that was just filed today. Um, so it's it, Lil Nas X is getting people very mad. Um, I don't know if you have any thought. I have a different take on this, but I don't know if you have any thoughts you want to put out there first. I think it's just weird, and I think everybody's a little freaked out by the fact that there's a drop of human blood in a in a sneaker, and... It, you know, you really, it, it's, it's, this is a tough one, Matt. <laughs> it's, it's I, almost. Let me, let me say yeah, before you go continue. Ahead, go ahead. Um, the, the blood was from workers from mischief. So it's like, it's their employees okay. donated the blood. So it was voluntary. It was yes. volu- voluntarily. Yes. They did not forcefully take blood from people. <laughs> just imagine they're going around just stabbing people. You know, it. The form of, I guess, satanic rituals is that the like. I would people, say that's they. Yeah, that that's fair. Yeah, people practice that religion, and not not many though. Let's put it out there. Not Matt. At yeah, least not like, as many as we might. Well, there might be more than we think. There might be more than we think, but it's not as public. Correct. I think Lil Nas, Lil Nas, however you say it. Um, I feel like he's bringing it out on the world stage and people are harshly reacting to it because like we said, people practice it, but we really don't know how, what percentage of the population practices it. And, you know, again, although it was voluntarily done to get the drop of blood in the shoes, it's, it's a little weird. And they also sold out too, from what I remember, if I see the the headlines correctly, they already sold out. They did. And they were like a thousand dollars a pair. Um, so it, it is unique and it, it is a little odd, but you know, I think we're two people that probably wouldn't buy something like that. There are people that would be interested in buying something like that. And really, you know, who are we? Like if he wants to make that, first of all, people are, uh, blaming or not blaming him. They're criticizing, criticizing him for the music video he made, which really just because he doesn't make music videos you want him to make. Like if he wants to make that content, let him make that content. The point that I want to make is. Lil Nas X might be the greatest self-promoter in the entertainment business right now. Go on. Okay, so, remember, we all remember his first hit, Old Town Road. Oh, Take My Horse Down. Yeah. What was the big controversy when he released that song? You remember? Was it... I don't remember. So, he was complaining that the country charts were not recognizing him as a country artist. So his song wasn't getting put on the country on the top of the country charts because he yeah. was at the top of the billboard for like 40 weeks. Mm-hmm. It's insane. So that in itself not only just grew his song, grew his brand. What did he do next? We had about 40 remixes of Old Town Road. I think it to this right now it's still the most remixed song of all time. Yo, so he collaborates kid, with <laughs> with with uh Mason Ramsey yeah. and Diplo. And so his brand grows bigger and bigger. And now it feels like every like three or four months he like gets in the news to like make his brand bigger and bigger. Then he had Panini. Who did he remix Panini with? The baby. Maybe one of the most popular artists right now. And now we have this new song and this new music video. And not only does he put out a new music video, he releases a shoe that there's only six hundred and sixty-six shoes of to go along with the music video. It's genius. It is absolutely genius. He's just growing his brand bigger and bigger. And he's, he's, he, I can't say it again. He's a genius. I, I, I will have to agree with you, Matt. I think he, he is strategically planning out his, his brand. Um, 
you know, I I think we additionally I really don't want to try to put this card on him and I respect him for doing this, but I think another additional thing that came out with that was when he announced he was gay. And all this stuff kind of trampled on and you know, there was a lot of support granted, which I was very happy for. It wasn't a whole, you know, shall you say, uh, debauchery from that. Uh, but I think, I think we're becoming too soft, Matt. I think people were, were a little upset that he was twerking on Satan during his music video. And, you know, he combined two things, Satan and twerking. Like, it was really, to, to me... <laughs> Let the guy do his music. If you don't like him, you don't have to listen to him. We all have the opportunity on these dumb phones to skip, say we don't like this music, or we don't watch the video. I don't think music artists have the right to do ads on unless... And again, we have the power. We have the power to change that. Like, if you don't like an ad that's showing, you could say, I don't want this ad, and it doesn't show anymore. So I think we're just becoming too soft, and and even in the past few weeks dealing with stuff at work, people will complain just to complain. Even if it has nothing to do with them, they will point something out because they just want to complain. And I think we're facing that situation right now with, with him amongst the audience. I agree. Like, I, me personally, I'm not a big music video person. Like, I watched his music video. I don't think I've watched five music videos in my life. Like, that's just not me. But I like the song. So I'm going to listen to the song. It's a good song. He, he's had some good songs. I mean, I, I like his stuff. I think the only thing that I was not opposed to, but I just wasn't interested in, was Panini. But uh, yeah, but again, it, it has a it has a beat to it. Like you know, I I can imagine myself listening to the instrumental, but the lyrics, eh. you know, Holiday. On the other hand, I I actually do like Holiday's a good song, and that's usually I, I, turned down. I like down. all of his stuff. I I think he's pretty good. But you're you're all right if you don't like it, just don't watch it. Uh, I've seen people make the argument that. You know, what, what's, what are we going to do when kids see this? Uh, you know, not every marketing's made for kids. Right. Like, they don't air condom commercials on Nickelodeon for a reason. That's not their <laughs> demographic. Like, not everything is made for kids to see. And maybe, maybe this is one of those things. Could be like uh, Mr. Krabs. Hello. <laughs> and then there's the people that are like, well, what am I supposed to tell my kids when they see this? I don't know. Explain. Maybe think about that before you have kids. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> that's not a hard concept coming from two people who have a bunch of kids <laughs> um I, i'm curious to see what this whole nike lawsuit has to do i didn't i i don't think full details are out yet i don't know if they're actually trying to stop the shoe from being made because i think they're already made i don't really know what they can do for the whole thing but um again it just we've said it before any publicity is good publicity and he's he's I'm sure the next song that he comes out with, he's got an even bigger plan that's going to bring all more attention. He's going to buy the moon. <laughs> maybe he will. Maybe he'll do a, maybe he'll record a video on the moon. Oh my God. That'd be, That'd be pretty cool, actually. <laughs> is, that, is that possible? You're a tech guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it would cost a lot. Let's put it that way. Um, as far as technology, there would probably have to be a lot of lip dubbing because... I mean, unless you fit in some type of, unless you fit in with some type of expensive microphones in the astronaut helmet and the camera operation and all, ah, dude, I, if, listen, if that's happening, sign me up because I'd love to be a part of it. <laughs> I'd love this is go and watch. I, I don't think they'd let people just go to the moon and watch, but if they do sign me up. Tie us down. Hey, it's not going anywhere as we're watching little Nas. We'll like, do a podcast do on the moon. <laughs> Could you imagine the first ever podcast to do it on the moon? I couldn't even imagine. Shooting for the moon, man. (laughs) Shooting for the moon, indeed. Um, Let's move on to the final entertainment topic we have for you guys today. We do have a game for you all. Uh, Yes. So, Mike, it is spring. It is close to summer, which means it's almost wedding season. It is is hot girl summer. That's correct. So it's almost wedding season. Usually wedding season pops up around spring, Uh ends late fall. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm very excited for wedding season this year because I have a few weddings I'm going to. My good friend Aaron is is getting married in July, and I have a cousin getting married in North Carolina in October. Mike, you have a wedding you're going to this summer, correct? 
Yes, I do. Um, yeah, our, our good friend Anna is is getting married to Brand, who they've been high school sweethearts, which has been really, really nice. <laughs> that is pretty cool. That's epic. Uh, so I'm, I've only ever been to one wedding in my life, believe it or not. Okay. So what I thought we would do today, Mike, you love the quiz beyond my singleness. <laughs> so I'm going to flip the switch. So we have two quizzes, six questions each. They won't take long. Okay. The first quiz... Mike, you're going to pick favorite love songs to Ooh. reveal when you're getting engaged. Oh, jeepers creepers. Okay. <laughs> and maybe we'll see if the second quiz coincides with this one. Has Jenna consented to this? No. <laughs> so this is a nice surprise. Jenna, make sure you're listening to both of these. All right. So six questions in this one. Mike, choose a song with love in the title. Can't Help Falling in Love by Elvis Presley. Make You Feel My Love by Bob Dylan. I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston, or We Found Love by Rihanna. So, Jenna and I have never, this is a little funny story, well, funny, cute story. We've, we've never have been able to slow dance, ever. So, okay. there was a one night after dinner, we were, we were in my apartment, she's like, let's slow dance. I'm like, okay, and she's like, pick a song, and I'm like, you want to put the pressure on me to pick a song, so. That's a lot of pressure. I, <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. Um. And I picked Can't Help Falling in Love. And, and it wasn't by Elvis, but I knew it was by Elvis. But it was by someone else who is very popular with it. Um, I don't know the answer, but I will go with um, Can't Help Falling in Love by Elvis Presley. Interesting. I would have thought you would have picked Whitney Houston right there. <laughs> okay, moving on. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, choose, choose a song by Ed Sheeran. Photograph. Thinking Out Loud. Kiss me or perfect. Um, perfect. How does that go, Matt? Perfect. Uh, uh. Wow, I can't think of it in my head. I I listened to it. Uh, it's that's like my favorite song of his. Perfect. Um, <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Yeah, pull it up, please. I can't. I can't think of it right now. Uh. I met a, a love for me. I don't know. You're going to have to listen to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to listen to it. I, you okay. actually can't hear it from. Okay. You want oh, me to give the... I found a love yes, that one. for me. Yes. <laughs> oh, let's go with that one. Okay, perfect. This one's easier. You're going to choose a T-Swift love song. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Six options. Oh. Love story. Lover. You belong with me. Our song. Mine or forever and always? Uh, uh, God, you're gonna hate me, Matt. Say the first three one more time. Love story. Okay. Lover, you belong with me. <laughs> I feel like, um, marry me. Uh, yeah. Wait, love story. That's not yes. An option. Love Wait, story. What? Yes. <laughs> marry me, Juliet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's a good choice. All right, uh, choose a love song from a movie. Okay. Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith. Aerosmith. <laughs> Unchained Melody by The Righteous Brothers. My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Time of Your Life by Bill Medley and Jennifer Warnes. Yellow by Catherine Ho. Or Can You Feel the Love Tonight by Elton John. I'm going to go with My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion because Ooh, that, okay. is in that is in Titanic. <laughs> I thought you were going to go Aerosmith. Right? No, I'm going with things that, that mean to us. So it's, That's true. Yeah, My Heart Will Go On because Jenna loves the Titanic movie. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. All right, we have two questions left. Okay. Uh, next song choices. Hopelessly Devoted to You from Greece. My Girl by The Temptations. Just the Way You Are by Bruno Mars. Or What Makes You Beautiful by One Direction. <laughs> I don't know how that's a love song, but we're in this quiz it is. Jenna and I have an inside joke about What Makes You Beautiful, so I will not say that one. Okay. Um, what's the first two again? Hopelessly Devoted to You from Greece or okay. My Girl by The Temptations. Okay. Um, I'm going to just go with My Girl. Okay. That's a good choice. Great yeah. song. All right, Mike. Last one. Adore You by Harry Styles. I'm Yours by Jason Mraz, Cause I Love You by Lizzo, or All of Me by John Legend. See, it's funny because Jenna and I actually have a playlist together. 
None of the songs of that these? were mentioned. No, sorry, all your questions. Not one was a a song in our playlist, which kind of is a little little. Uh, I thought it was upsetting. a little terrible. Yeah. What was the second and third one again? Uh, second was I'm Yours by Jason Mraz. The third was Cause I Love You by Lizzo. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I know love that one, actually. you. Yeah, you know that one? Uh, I don't know that one. Uh, I'm Yours, Jason Mraz. I- okay. Mike, you are getting engaged six to ten years from now. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh... You got some time. I got time. <laughs> the second quiz. Let's see if your first answer is right. You're going to plan the perfect wedding. And it will reveal the exact month and year you're getting married. So so I can compare either or. And so pick you which can one compare. We'll me. see if it's correct. Which one works for me. <laughs> Absolutely. So six questions again. Uh, first question. How many guests will you be inviting? Oh. Just close friends and family. 15 to 40, 41 to 70, 71 to 90, 91 to 120, or 121 or more. Okay, so 120 or more is very expensive. Yes, facts. (laughs) So, this is, okay, I'm being very methodical with this. So, everybody should know that... Everybody should know that you consent with your partner based on these decisions. <laughs> right. And this everyone just... knows as men, we don't have a say in any. <laughs> yeah. So Jenna has a small family. I have a large family. That compensates into... So I can't say close friends and family because we would literally have... If everybody attended, we would probably maybe even have like 40. So okay. I'm going to go with tier three. The the third 41 choice. to 70? I'm going to go 41 to 70. Okay. Okay. Good pick. Now, everyone wants good food. Mm. What will you be serving at the wedding? Moe's. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will. Yes, I will pay for the Moe's of your wedding. Yeah. Uh, sushi? Pizza? Pizza? Oh. Tacos? Salad? Spaghetti and meatballs? Or a buffet? Oh, man. That's tough. This is this is this probably is, the toughest one. This is tough because this is unrealistic. <laughs> um, I I would never. Ah, uh, I I'm gonna say spaghetti and meatballs because it's just I'm thinking pasta, but like okay. spaghetti and meatballs is like you never like it's like first date. You never have spaghetti and meatballs when you're wearing a suit because just it's a mess. It's a fact. It's <laughs> a fact. Um, and then obviously there's gonna be a cake, Mike. What kind of cake would you want? Chocolate, red velvet, a traditional wedding cake, a strawberry cake, a rainbow cake, or cupcakes. So, defining traditional, do you mean vanilla? Uh, no, it, it just looks like a three-tier cake. Like, the oh. bottom is big, and then um, it gets smaller and smaller with the bride and groom on top. Jenna and I both love chocolate, so we're going to go with chocolate. Okay. Good thing you didn't pick cupcake, because as the great Kevin Malone says... A mini cupcake is just or a bad version of a regular cupcake, cake. which is a bad version of regular cake. <laughs> uh, obviously, people are going to want to dance. Oh, like, yes. what kind of music will be playing Ooh. at the wedding? Pop, rap, classic rock, jazz, country, or other? You like jazz? <laughs> um, pop. I have to, yeah. I, if we're being really simple here. I mean, I think eventually when it happens, it will certainly be a mix, but. I think ideally it will be pop. Pop gets the people going. Uh huh. As does alcohol. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even. Just open bar if that's an option. <laughs> it is not an option. Oh man! Well, that's yeah, upsetting. This is this is a tough one. So wine, lemonade, <laughs> water. Oh well, come on. <laughs> champagne, beer, or other. So there's there's no liquor in this. There is not. I'm going to go with other. other. Okay. Because I, like, I think that's... I like this wedding. That, <laughs> thanks, Matt. <laughs> uh, final question. After the wedding is over, there is a honeymoon. Honeymoon. <laughs> Where will you be going to the honeymoon? On Ooh. the honeymoon. Hawaii, the Bahamas, Montana, Mexico, Paris, or New York City? 
I've never been to Hawaii before. Okay. And I feel like, oh God, Jenna's going to kill me. I, I feel like she ha- she's told me about something about Hawaii. But I'm going to go with the Bahamas on this one. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Bahama Mama. <laughs> if it was me personally, I, it's my dream to go to Paris. Paris. Like, oh, Italy. okay. Actually, did you click already? I did not. Can you can you switch it to Paris, please? I, I will switch okay. to Paris. <laughs> okay. So, Mike, if you recall, your engagement time period was six to ten years. <laughs> According to this quiz, you are going to get married in March of 2028. Oh, my so it God. Adds up. <laughs> so you're good. Gee, it's, that's perfect. Uh, you couldn't have asked for anything better. Yeah. Great. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad you had fun. Matt, I cannot wait till you get re- ordained as a minister to, for you to officiate our wedding. So. I'm game. Uh, <laughs> I'll make us both Jedi Knights first. <laughs> uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes the entertainment topics for today. Make sure you guys are following us on social media and our Twitch channel and TikTok. You can find all of our links at solo.to slash funnybusiness. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Thanks some sponsors. When we come back, Mike's got his sports topics. You don't want to miss them. Let's say you start a podcast or you're running your own side hustle and have a bunch of links that you want your audience to know about. As a podcast, Matt and I have all of our social media, all of our podcast links, and other important things. Make it easier for your followers to find your important links, social media, and latest content by having it all in one page with solo.to. I'll be honest, I have used similar websites like this, but nothing compares to solo.to. All of your links are clean and easy to navigate. Have an upcoming video? It's really easy to make those changes. Plus, solo.to has opportunities to upgrade to include more customization, advanced analytics, and so much more. Solo.to is giving us a special opportunity for you to get 10% off if you create an account and upgrade. Be sure to go to solo.to slash funnybusiness to create your account today. Solo.to, it's the way to go. Okay, let's dive on in into the sports topics today. We got a great couple few for you today. We're going to first start off with who tweeted. This is a great one, Matt. I'm hopefully Ooh. sure that you'll get this. Okay. Uh, it is about your favorite team. So the tweet is, hope everyone just watched that start to the third from the Suns. Sheesh! Who tweeted? Hmm. Who tweeted? Can I get this a hint on like what this was last week? Last week. Can I get a hint of who the person is? Like a, ba- a former player, or it's not a person. It's not a person. Uh, it was probably just the Phoenix Suns themselves. You are correct. It's Let's the Phoenix go. Suns. <laughs> uh, Matt, I don't know how your sons are doing, but uh, hey. They said sheesh in a tweet. Sheesh. So sheesh. So Matt, uh, as we're approaching the good old summer and the good weather that is upcoming, we are starting some sporting events like baseball. And with that, Matt, they are allowing people to come in. I know you have been interested in going to a game yourself. Uh, tickets are very high um, for those who haven't looked it up. Uh, not saying Matt is super rich or, or Matt's just being stupid. I, I, I would know. go with him. Well, too. one of those two might be true. <laughs> when that stimmy hits, give me a ball game. <laughs> Facts. Uh, but Matt, I, I think on top of watching the game itself, when you go to a stadium, you're always looking for the food. And oh, absolutely. One of the things that I'd like to discuss with you is I want to get your opinion on a top 10 best ballpark snacks of all time. Oh, okay. I'm ready for this. This, You know, as actually surprising enough, people don't know this, as a sport management major, you actually like learn the top foods to sell at sporting events. I'm glad your degree is being put to its good use. (laughs) No comment. (laughs) So Matt. I'm going to start off with number 10. So this order was brought to you by Bleacher Report. So I will, uh, I'm not endorsing this list. I just want Matt's reaction on the top 10 list. So okay. Matt, at number 10 is Cotton Candy. I'm not a big Cotton Candy fan myself. However, I do know people love Cotton Candy. And people especially love to eat it at baseball games and sporting events. So I'm not surprised that's on the list. I think it's one of those things that is 
apparent across all sporting events, not just baseball. Like you can get a basketball game, you get a hockey game. I, you know, I think that's pretty universal amongst the, amongst the sporting events itself. I, I will say that when I, uh, when I first started working for the minor league baseball team that I used to work with, I used to sell 50-50 raffle tickets. And sometimes my station would be right next to the cotton candy station. And mm-hmm. every kid that passed by, they were just like, Mom, can we get cotton candy? Mm-hmm. So it definitely is an eye catcher to the kids. <laughs> the color, especially the color. Yes, absolutely. Matt, number nine is ice cream slash lemon chill. Lemon chills have made their way into the hands of vendors of almost every big league club, becoming a fan favorite. So I'm assuming it's a combination of ice cream and lemonade. Uh, yeah, I think that's a pretty good one, especially on like a hot summer day. Want to relax with an ice cream. Hopefully it doesn't melt too quick. Um, and I don't, I, I don't know if I'm getting into another one, but I don't know if Dippin' Dots are included with that. I know Dippin' uh- Dots are huge. Dippin' Dots are definitely definitely a part of it. So, uh, at number eight, Matt, popcorn. Oh, I'm a big popcorn at a sporting event guy, especially when you get the big tub and you can get like the the refillable size. Oh, oh it's great with a bunch of butter so, uh, on it. <laughs> yes, oh, it's it's great. <laughs> Matt at number seven, fries. That's a seven. That's a seven. I thought that would be in like the top three. That's seven. If you. If I go to a game and it's not like a team that I love to watch, like it's not my favorite team. If I just go to a game and they don't have good fries, it's going to leave a bad taste in my mouth. Literally. Both <laughs> literally and figuratively. <laughs> Apparently there is Gilroy's garlic fries, which is uh, very famous at uh, the giant stadium in San Francisco. Interesting. So uh, that, that was mentioned there. At number six, Matt. Polish or Italian sausage? You know, I'm not surprised that's on there because I have seen a lot of people get Italian sausage sandwiches at mostly baseball games, but a lot of sporting events. There is sausage sandwiches are something you don't have a lot, but when you do have one, you want it to be good. And I feel like a lot of sport venues have good sausage sandwiches for some reason. Yeah, yeah. It's it's almost as you can smell the deliciousness coming right out of the picture. Polish or Italian sausages are some of the staples of many ballparks, especially in the Midwest. Yeah, I mean you can't go around with a good sausage sandwich or a good bratwurst sandwich. Oh, oh. top notch. At number five, buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. Come on. So I I get why people like peanuts. I get why it's on the list. For it's me Cracker Jack. Sorry, my apologies. It's oh, it's just, just Cracker, cracker Jacks. Jacks. Interesting. So not every, fun fact, not every ballpark is allowed to sell Cracker Jacks. Because Cracker Jacks is owned by Pepsi. Uh, so if you are a Coca-Cola brand company, you cannot have Cracker Jacks. Smart man. That's a fun fact. Look at that guy. <laughs> yes. At number four, Matt, you did mention this. Bratwurst. Or uh, bro, brats. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's super popular. I mean, every it feels like every sporting venue that I've gone to in the last, like, five, I would say longer than that, like, ten years, they have, like, multiple sausage bratwurst stands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're pretty popular. Uh, yeah. You did mention this, Matt, but at number three is peanuts. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a huge peanut fan at a sporting event. Like, I, the thing I don't like about it is, like, you, most people, like, throw their shells right on the ground it's a mess i hate yeah that. It, it is a mess and then when you get up you're like stepping on peanut shells and i don't like that the 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 clean team has to come around and do that i don't know that's just not my thing at number two matt hot dogs yes hot dogs are a must if yeah you you have to have a good hot dog at a sporting venue you just have it's to a, it's a staple yeah yeah and you gotta have the condiments and it's gotta be good and matt at number one of the top 10 best ballpark snacks of all time. It's none other. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> you have you have to have you have to have beer. And you can't just have like one type of beer. You got to have a variety. Maybe I know a lot of ballparks now sell white claws and they make mixed drinks. Like you got to have a good variety because people people don't just go. Some people go to sporting venues not to watch the game they go to eat and drink and just to have a good time with their friends so you have to be more than just a sporting venue i'd have to i'd have to give a a little shout out not really a shout out to a specific person but all the vendors that walk around it with their on the shoulder or whatnot 
those guys are true and 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 women are true MVPs. I do love and I do love how creative they get when when they're trying to sell uh specifically. I was at a Phillies game a one off night, you know, becoming a Phillies fan for a night cuz somebody offered us season tickets, a season ticket for a night and we're like, "Yeah, okay, we'll go." <laughs> first base side like 12 row, 20 rows back from first base, like it was pretty cool. It was good um, seats. Very good seats. And there is one guy who was carrying, and the way he pronounced, the way he said it was, Miller Light. <laughs> and every time he kept walking around and could have sworn that man lost his voice by uh, by the end of the night. But those guys, I mean, especially carrying the beer on the shoulder, or it's, it's intense. It's a tough job. Walking up those steps is not easy. I mean, I did it for... Uh, selling 50-50 raffle tickets, not carrying anything, and it, it tires you out. I remember, I feel like the last 10 years we've been going to Yankee games, whenever we sit up in the top right, there's this old guy, I swear the past 10 years he's been selling Cracker Jacks, and just <laughs> the way he sells, he says Cracker Jacks makes me want to get the Cracker Jacks every time, and I don't even like Cracker Jacks. Matt, I'm a little pissed at this list. I don't know if you have any missing ones that you feel like you, oh, you want. Um, Missing items. Uh, Burger. Ch- like a burger. Chicken I feel fingers. well. Oh, that's a big miss. You have to have good chicken tenders in fries. Right. Have to have good chicken tenders. That's a big miss. Burger, I'm surprised it's not on the list, but I'm also not because I feel like you can get a burger pretty much anywhere, similar to a hot dog, but like people, I guess people don't necessarily like any burgers at sporting events. Chicken fingers is a good miss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's always this good one with the, the rail riders, um, our friend Tony. Our good old doc, doc, Dr. Dr. Tony. Dr. Tony. <laughs> Dr. Tony. <laughs> Always worked at, at um, the chicken finger place, and they had buffalo chicken fingers and fries. And, oh, my God, they doused it with buffalo sauce, and it was so, so good. <laughs> yes. I also feel like you do have to have a few stations or items that are unique, um, like whether it's like a turkey leg stand or like uh, I've been to one that had a gyro company in it, so like selling like gyros. Uh, the one that I used to work at, there's a famous Aw Shucks corn, like corn on the cob. So they sell corn on the cob. Corn on the cob. Mm-hmm. It's, people go crazy for it. Funnel cake, I was surprised that wasn't on this list either. Um, yes, I, I think that's a pretty big miss. Um, I, I, to be honest, I'm surprised Cracker Jacks was, was on it at all. I think it's just a staple that it's, it's part of the Take Me Out to the Ball Game song. True, yeah. That's probably a good point. I but funnel cakes, uh, yeah. I, people do enjoy funnel cakes a lot at sporting events. Yeah. Any anything else, Matt? Um, I'm trying to think food wise. I think that's pretty much it. I mean, people. I know people might say like mozzarella sticks or stuff like that, but that's not big at sporting events. Like it, it's it's they're good appetizer food, but like not every good appetizer food is good for sporting events. Like there's some foods that are not good to eat. Like pasta, for example. No one wants to eat pasta sitting in the stands. Like that that just wouldn't work. <laughs> oh, is there anything that, that sticks out to you other than rice? No, I definitely the chicken fingers was was the one that kind of made me upset. But uh it, you know, as long as there's good beer and hot dogs. I mean I I had a hot dog at a hockey game the one time, and I was like, why don't I get this more at a, <laughs> at a sporting event? Like, it was that good. I mean, they, they toast the buns, and they uh, have O's. That sounds but pretty good. Yeah, so, if you have so cold good. beer and hot food, you'll be fine. Well, best of luck to all of our sports teams that are participating, and, and let's be safe, everyone, and let's try to keep going with COVID-19 and, and trying to make the best of it and, and not taking advantage of it because we don't want to go back to where we started and not yeah. having sports. Exactly. That's not good. Well, speaking of sports, Matt, as we're preparing for other sporting events coming up like baseball, NFL just announced the regular 16-game season. I'm doing my sports, man. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, Basketball is currently going on. But, Matt, I don't know how well you are in the sports world, my friend. Um, But there's a couple of other sports that are actively participating that some of us, our normal folk, would not recognize if we said the name of the sport. Um, So I scoured the internet and I found uh, 10 sports that we need to know. Another list for you, my friend. Okay. Uh, So it's not going to be... 
is it real or is it fake? These are actually real sports. These are a sport. These are a, an event that is considered to be a sport. Um, and Matt, I hopefully you know you know some of them. I have high hopes that I'll know at least like half of them. Well, I'm going to come off with the uh, the first one that I think we all are very well aware of because ESPN really likes to highlight it: cheese rolling. Oh, cheese rolling is the best. I mean, it's it's just. You know, it's not something that I'm going to watch every single day, but when it pops up on the top, on the not top 10, you know, it's something that I'll watch. I'll find it on YouTube and watch it for like 20 minutes. It's it's just fun. So it, really, they take a a cheese roll, uh, a Cooper's Cooper's Hill cheese rolling. Um, what they do is they take a nine pound round of double double Gloucester uh, cheese and is sent to the bottom of the hill. And then the people have to be running down the hill and the first one to be at the bottom uh wins but the cheese is more of a a cheerleader per se rolling down the hill so um it's become a cultural uh you know phenomenon since 1995 uh so people get hurt (laughs) very it looks dangerous (laughs) um now matt this is a very unique one sauna world championship so I, I'm not familiar, but I'm guessing it's just sitting in a sauna for a long period of time. So six men and women would sit in specific positions of a sauna with a temperature, starting temperature, 110 degrees. Oh, I'm out. Literally, the aim is to simply remain in the sauna for as long as possible. Every 30 seconds, a half a pint of water is poured on the stove and the temperature continues to increase. Yeah, I, know. I can't sit in a hot tub for more than like 20 minutes if it's over like 102. So <laughs> I wouldn't, I would not be a professional sauna athlete. Matt, another one extreme ironing. Uh, what? <laughs> so you may, you may think, wait, what? So it's an idea to create an extreme version of a household chore and was initiated in Leicester or Leicester in 1997. Uh, basically, it's it's ironing. You literally iron a shirt. I, I'm not going to make fun of this because I don't really know how to iron. So, uh, sure. Yeah, I'll get into <laughs> it. Sure. Fine. Works with me. <laughs> now, Matt, this one, I I was cracking up when I was reading it. Shin kicking. Oh, I've seen this. No, this is <laughs> an actual intense. thing. Oh, my gosh. Those guys are like the toughest athletes in the world. <laughs> Literally, it is to kick your opponent in the shin. Yeah. These guys are psychopaths. <laughs> I would rather get in the rain and get in the octagon with Francis Ngannou, who just won a new belt in UFC, and who I think is the scariest man alive, than do shin kicking. I, I there's no way just just the fact that you know someone's gonna kick you right in the shin i think this hurts already oh yeah no i i, I agree matt but uh matt we've we've seen arm wrestling before we've seen thumb wrestling have you heard of toe wrestling before i have seen toe wrestling you have seen yeah, toe it's, wrestling it's is a that, wild sight is that on the ocho <laughs> it, i probably it probably it's on the ocho it's, it's crazy <laughs> Now, Matt, you, you did mention UFC. Mm-hmm. We haven't mes- mentioned chess yet. No, we have not. However, chess boxing. Uh, I am not familiar with chess boxing. So there's two ways that you can win in chess boxing. You could either knock out or checkmate. So is it like checkmate, boom, you take one right to the face? So they literally play chess one round and they box another round combining mind over matter <laughs> together wow that's crazy it is very uh, that's crazy pretty cool i would actually <laughs> like to watch that uh matt i think we've seen it and it's been very common just much so for fun purposes of uh racing but uh it its name is originally uh wife carrying uh no, I have not seen this. So what it is is originally um is that male contestants uh must race 253 meters 
the length of almost three football pitches or three soccer pitches uh, with their wives strapped to their back. Wow. That's, uh, that's actually pretty impressive. Was initially created as a joke, um, but now has expanded officially with competitions specifically for same-sex marriages are now um, available to participate for that's you know, the, the equality of it, which is really, really I like cool. That. I like that. Uh, Matt, I don't know if you're going to understand this. I did not either, but I feel like I should open it up. Okay. Kanin Hop. Uh, I can't say I've heard of it. <laughs> Horses have an undeniable elegance when it comes to equestrian events, with the choreographed dances of the dressage to the obstacle leaps of show jumping. Equestrian events have been an integral part of the Olympic Games since the 1900 Games in Paris. Now imagine the same events, but with a rabbit. Excuse me? (laughs) Uh, A rabbit? So, the canin hop or simply rabbit jumping, was invented in Sweden by the 1970s. Uh, The sport sees rabbits get put through their paces in a series of events covering a variety of distances and obstacle heights. That's insane. (laughs) I feel like that's something I need to watch. The U.S. Rabbit Agility Association. So there's a freaking association no paid to it. Actual now recognizes 50 rabbit show jumping clubs throughout Scandinavia with the current longest jump record for a rabbit being sent in Denmark at three meters. <laughs> That's insane. That rabbit's more athletic than me. Now, Matt, I think you've also, just a little honorable mention, I think you've seen uh, frog hopping too. Yep, I have seen that. That's been on the Ocho. It's literally where they scare, not scare the frog, but coach the frog into jumping the furthest after three jumps. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's insane. I, it's just crazy. Now, Matt, what would you think would be a sport that we can come up with that we either do in our everyday life or you can come up based on other sports put together? Mm-hmm. You know what I think we could do? What can we do, Matt? <laughs> Did you ever see the cherry pit spitting competition? That was on I've, the Ocho. I've heard of like tying a cherry, cherry. No, so like tie. these people, that you get a cherry pit, like and you eat cherry, it. and then you gotta spit it, see how far you can do it. Okay, it's these people are insane. I mean, they spit it like thirty feet. <laughs> it's it's wild, and the people that participate are characters in themselves. Hmm. That that's it doing cherry pit spin. Yeah, that, that, I think <laughs> I think we could compete in that. Uh, I I would like to bring a game for volleyball, um, but volleyball, which is modified with instead of two people or five people, I think is on the court for volleyball. Six. Six I know my sports. Um, there's we this... did a volleyball tournament senior year. <laughs> 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 uh, that's the story for another day. <laughs> um. Instead of the volleyball, it's this huge inflatable pink ball. Did you ever have that in gym class? No, but is it kind of like the size of a knocker ball? No, it's, uh, yes, but much larger. Okay. And it's, it's inflatable, so you, it has a little bit more give to a volleyball. Like a beach ball? Yes. So it's like a giant inflatable beach ball? It's, it's like rubber. It's a rubber, rubber beach ball. I'm in. Oh yeah, I mean, it was it was fun in gym class, especially trying to spike it. Oh, I, I can imagine. <laughs> um, so in college, we had to come up. Now that I just thought of this, we had to yeah. come up create our own sport for our class. Okay, so we created ultimate. Uh, uh, what, no, um, what ultimate can jam? <laughs> it was a combination of ultimate frisbee and can jam. That sounds great. So basically, you like the, the can jam center that you throw the thing and there's a goalie and the other team can you can only move like ultimate frisbee so once you get the frisbee you can only take two steps then you have to pass it to teammates and you have to try to get it into the can jam wow you heard it here for, first folks <laughs> I almost said yeah it's copyrighted by the way. <laughs> approved stamped and given an a plus i hope <laughs> sure. well matt that concludes the sports topics for today we're going to move on to one of our favorite segments you all know what it is. It's Say What? You all know how this works. Matt, I think I went last week for Dude, That's Bleeping Crazy. Yes, that is correct. So I'm going to throw it to you. All right. Remember, 
Remember, everyone, this is a safe space. Safe space. You are free to share your opinion, but you are not free to berate somebody for their own opinion. Matt? Unless we feel like it. Unless we feel like it. Yes. (laughs) But that's on Uh, our end, not you. (laughs) uh, Yes. No, absolutely. Uh, So this one, I'm going to go with a sport-related one. Okay. Uh, You did mention baseball is starting soon. So opening day is the best opening to any sports season. Like you can't you can't beat opening day. Like every single team's playing, it's just the vibe. A lot of te- a lot of day games. Like there's games on all day, and it's just no greater feeling. Like you introduce the entire roster, everyone comes out on the field. It's just the start. Like baseball season's long, and it can get you know some points it gets a little too long, but opening day like there's nothing there's nothing greater that tops it. Like the NBA, there's only two games that start. The NFL only has one game. Hockey only has a few games. Uh, soccer's spread out. College basketball, college football spread out. Opening day is like the day that everyone starts their season. I, I feel like there's more fanfare to it, which makes it much cooler. I agree. And they put up the little, like, uh, the decorations for opening day, and it says opening day on the field. It's just the a field. cool vibe. So definitely, uh, it's a bucket list of mine to go to an opening day game. I was just going to ask if you've ever been to an opening day game. That's like the one game I haven't been to. Ooh. Got to make it a point. I'll get there one day. One day. Maybe you'll run an opening day one day. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. That would be cool to have. (laughs) All right. My turn, everyone. Y'all are on Facebook. Y'all are on Instagram. Y'all are on Twitter. Sometimes you like to post videos. Yeah. Sometimes... You'd like to include music that is by, you know, popular artists like Taylor Swift, Kanye West, Little Baby, the Baby, Little Baby. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think Little Baby is a. I think rapper. is an artist. Yes. Da <laughs> uh, Baby, Lil Nas. And as you're playing it, you upload it, and you think to yourself, "Well, that music's not mine." So, in your Facebook post or your post itself, whether that's Instagram or Twitter, you write out your your fun post. As to why you're posting it. But then at the very bottom you put, and very much so, very separated from your post. I don't own the rights to this music. No shit, Sherlock. (laughs) I cannot stand when people think that just putting that there is fine. It's not. It's not fine. Only reason why your video is not being taken down is because you're on a personal account. Drives me nuts when people upload it to YouTube and it's a business account. It's like, oh, I don't own the rights to this music. You think that's going to let you go and having the music included in the video? No. Yeah, that's not how DMCA's work. That's not how DMCA's work. (laughs) Otherwise, everyone would just do it. Right. You know, like, like, yeah, go ahead. uh, It's also just dumb that you can't use, like, there needs to be an easier way for people to use music and videos. Well, I, to me, with Twitch, I mean, that's, that's one thing. DMCA, we always talk about it on Twitch. Twitch has partnered with multiple artists and multiple record companies to have their own royalty-free, but not, like, royalty-free. There's, for those who don't know, royalty-free means you can use the music wherever, whenever, however, within certain guidelines, of course. But Twitch has come up with an actual, I, I hate to say it, it's like a Spotify uh, kind of app that you can play while streaming and you will not get DMCA'd for that music specifically. But in the scenario with I don't own the rights to this music, imagine we were playing you know, Drake. We were playing Drake during Fortnite and then we get done with it and I do a full screen of a camera and I'd say, oh, I don't own the rights to this music, by the way. That's the same thing <laughs> with these posts. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pointless. But don't you think that these record companies would gain more exposure and more money if they would let like creators use their music no the record companies just want the money remember record right. companies are the ones who control the artists not the artist right. controls their music but that's what i'm saying if they like make it easier for these content creators to buy and use their music that would make them more money instead right. of just flagging it down and saying hey you can't use this why don't they collaborate a way for them to work together i'm speaking from a perspective of a pers- person wanting to create a video and upload it and then let that person use the music like yeah granted like i i have been hit with copyright claims from some of the music that that i've been put out um and that wasn't created by me it was more so just that's what happened and it was like okay like 
they're going to take some of the revenue that they make from this video. You're not going to get any revenue, which is fine. I'd rather have that, but people tend to make habits turn things into habits. And they think that just because they can post it on Facebook with their personal profile means they can use it for other things, for business or organizations or content or like that. So they're going to learn today. They are going to learn today, my friend. Yes, for sure. Um, my last one. So this is something that uh, there's always a debate on whether this is good or not. And I'm going to state for the record that I think it is better for the human race to not ever know if aliens exist. They should just never know. We should never know if they exist or not. Because if, if people find out that aliens are real, I think there's going to be some weird shit that's going to happen. And I think we would all just be better off having the debate on if they're real or not. I saw there was like a, a former agent that I don't know if he was with the FBI or the CIA or something like that. He reportedly said like, oh yeah, well, like I, like we have things that prove that aliens are real. I don't want to know any of that stuff. I don't, I don't, I think we're all better off knowing if, if we just have this debate and never knowing. Yeah, that that is weird. Like Area Fifty One, like we don't know what's in there. You have classified documents from the government that like no one's allowed to look at besides like the president. <laughs> like, I, I think it's just kind of cool we have an unknown thing in our country that like no one knows what's there. Is that the same for like Bigfoot or Sasquatch or the aliens the are on a different level? You think? Like I I think people would be okay knowing that there's a Bigfoot. Because, like, aliens, like, we don't know anything about aliens, or, like, if they're coming to kill us, or if they can communicate with us, or we don't know anything. Spock. <laughs> Spock. <laughs> I, that, that, took, that took a lot for my hand to do that. <laughs> it is kind of tough to do. It is tough to do. That's what she said. <laughs> Got him. Ha <laughs> um, ha. Yeah. No, I, I, I can agree with you on that. My final one, it's video content related, again. Uh, At times, and it pisses me off a lot, (laughs) again, say, what? (laughs) People, I'm going to say two words, and it's going to annoy, it's going to annoy me of all people. Alexa and hey Google. So... These things will be said in videos. And people, uh, granted, if someone is named A-L-E-X-A, I'll save everybody the the rush for it. If somebody says A-L-E-X-A, everyone's going to go off wherever your A-L-E-X-A is. And then some people have a Google. (laughs) A Google. (laughs) And some people are really dumb. And these smart home devices become dumb. And say, oh yeah, sure, I can play this song by this person, never heard of it before, and we'll play it. And people don't take the time in their video production to actually either mute, put subtitles and said they said this, or they just don't say it at all. Now granted, if it's a tech review and it's used by that, there are some people that I will give credit to that will say, I'm going to say it, but you're going to hear it clipped out. So that way, none of your devices go crazy during that time. And it just bothers me because some people will do it and like, oh, like set a timer for 10 minutes. Like I was watching a, a, a gaming YouTube channel at one point back in the day. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, hey, person, set a timer for 10 minutes. And mine caught it. And it's like, OK, setting a timer for 10 minutes. I'm like, no, <laughs> stop. It becomes a nuisance and it becomes annoying. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I can't say because I don't really have one of those things, so I guess I can't really... Didn't you at one point? Yeah, but I never used it. Yeah, okay. Uh, I mean, my, my parents use them, but I, I can see how that can be annoying. I, I can understand that. Yeah, so just make sure make sure you're mindful when you're doing that stuff, or cut it if you're editing it, or mute it. But is that avoidable in all cases? Is I don't know, what? I'm just asking the question. Like, is that actually avoidable? Um, yeah, like the person could have set a timer on their iPhone. Instead, they were lazy and set a timer on the Google. I guess. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. And then some people will troll you 
and say, A-L-E-X-A, play the entire Frozen playlist. <laughs> right, but that's funny. Like, that's something I mean, that yeah. I would do in one of our YouTube videos. <laughs> Let's be real. Oh, Alexa, man. play I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston. Probably going to go off. <laughs> Probably. Is it going it's, off? It's going off. Is it going off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Alexa, man. stop before we get I'm lucky ready. I don't have one in our room. Yeah, all right. Well, we both and have headphones on. Yeah, that's a good point, too. <laughs> all right. Well, that concludes today's episode for you all, ladies and gentlemen. I uh, hope you all enjoyed. Uh, once again, solo.to slash funny business. You can find all of our links there. This is episode 50. Next week is episode area 51. Um, we're catching up on the year. We don't know exactly what we have planned for that. We'll figure that out for you, but it's it's going to be epic. Uh, Mike, any final thoughts before we close out? Uh, it's been a fun ride. Let's continue it. Uh, we are streaming again Tuesday, Thursdays. If you're looking for some fun gaming content, um, Matt usually takes on the Tuesdays, take on the Thursdays. And if we're ever together, we do it together, uh, yeah. which is more hilarious than than expected. So it's a fun time. But hopefully everybody out there is enjoying the sun. I mean, if you're having snow, I apologize. But it's going to be quick snow. It's not going to be bad snow. Um, And, hey, this weekend's Easter. So if you're celebrating it, make sure you uh, enjoy it um, safely, whether that's on Zoom or or everybody who's vaccinated or within your pod. Um, You know, I think we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Absolutely. So everybody uh, keeps, um, you know keep chugging along and uh we will see all you guys on the next episode stay safe everyone <laughs>